0: Listen. Is that like like yeah. Listen, man, listen, listen. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? Man, listen, thank you so much for tuning in as I look back over my life. I can see uh, how your love has guided me. Even though I've done wrong, you never left me alone. And you forgave me, and you kept on blessing. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. It is because of your mercy that we are not consumed. Because I profess it well done, they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Amen. Great is thy faithful yeah A yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thank you so much for tuning in. It's the idea of manhood. It's five mics, husband, father, educator, writer, mc. The microphone gives me wings, man. I am so so grateful, thankful, everything to be in front of you today. Um, and to be in your airways today look this is my birthday eve eve uh you know what I'm saying turning 41 this year and i have so much to be grateful for but i'm grateful for the faithfulness of of god to just like be in me and be with me um and, and protecting and walking with me this year it's been a phenomenal year and i'm so blessed and thankful and grateful um and just out the blue yesterday a good friend of mine hit me up was like yo remember this song that this song that you just heard the intro uh great is Thy faithfulness or no i actually think the song is called you've been so faithful um is a song that we used to sing in college in the group that i was in called the contemporary gospel singers and you know it was like i, I talked about cgs on here before it's like uh, it was like church for me in in college where a group of us, mostly black folks, young kids came together and we had church and we sang gospel songs and we went around and we performed different places. And um, it was such a a, a phenomenal experience for me in college. And someone, uh, one of my closest friends sent it to me yesterday, like, oh, remember this song? I was like, oh, I was sick. I was like, oh man, I gotta put this on the podcast. Um, And then you listen to the words, on the eve of my birthday and just with everything going on it was just so timely so i thank i thank my good friend for that um man it's it's episode what season three episode eight i don't even know what i want to call this you know um i'm focusing on the positive though so if you if you tuned in to to hear any negative messages or if you tuned in thinking it was gonna be some drama some beef i was gonna you know, talk about anything that you didn't think I was going to talk about. I'm not talking about it. You got, you got drawn in with the bait and switch, man. I'm here and I'm just so thankful, uh, just to have this opportunity to have this platform. Like I said many times before, this podcast is like, you know, it, it, it's my therapy and I wouldn't go into talking to a therapist with any mess. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to bring my best self to uh to the audience to my therapist to you know um uh, in expressing what i want to express so first and foremost man peace and love to everybody if you came in here tuning in prepared to hear some drama or prepared to hear some you know whatever i don't know what you came here for but just know that um that that's not gonna be anything i'm addressing uh i'm addressing on this show, what I've always been addressing—just trying to stay positive, trying to stay like in my best lane, my best self—and um, and and showcasing growth, showcasing maturity, showcasing like what makes me who I think I am and who I'm trying to be. You know, what I'm saying I'm a husband, a father, an educator, a writer, and an MC. And when I use my platform i'm using it really to big up myself you know i just i'm just using it to like you know to just really focus on 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 the good the bad and the ugly but even in the ugly like focusing on like you know what we could do to make it better that's been consistent over every single episode i've dropped on here um and so you know, do your research, go back and listen, and you see what all I, what I'm all about. But this is a birthday Eve, Eve, you know, in two days. I turned 41, man. And I can't help but look back over this year with I don't know, with like extreme gratitude. You know, like this year started in the most amazing way ever you know i had a birthday party about a year ago my 40th birthday party with some of the closest people around me that it in that moment like in the party you know it was a party like it was good everybody's having a good time good music good people you know dancing singing everything was beautiful But it wasn't until after the party that I went back and, you know, just reflected and looked at the pictures and saw who was in the room that I really got a better understanding of how blessed that whole situation was. See, first and foremost, my mom and dad were in the room. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? My mom and dad, of course, are not together. But coming from different sides of the United States, my dad, well, you know, my dad came from South Florida. My mom is here, you know. They haven't seen each other in a long, long, long time. I didn't know what was going to happen, but like they came together to celebrate me. My brother from California was here. My sister from South Florida was here. My, My brother from Boston was here. My sister that lives in the area was here. You know what I'm saying? My aunt and uncle came from Jersey. You know, like folks came from JMU, from Richmond, from folks that I've known all my life, folks that I went to high school with. You know, I say this all the time. I went to three different high schools. I went to ninth grade in Hanau, Germany. Right? Ninth grade. 10th grade, I went to Woodbridge High School for a year. And then my junior and sophomore year, I went to uh, Mount Vernon High School in Alexandria, Virginia. I was only there for two years. But some of my strongest friendships, the people that I, I feel closest to, were from those two years that I was at Mount Vernon High School. And they came to my birthday party my fraternity brothers my line brothers like folks that i've met along the way my colleagues just you know folks that 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 were there for me and came with the energy that that they knew i needed and they knew that i would only accept just positivity you understand like they all came to see me you know like it sounds it sounds conceited it sounds whatever like oh man but when you think about that, my homegirl Joy, I see you, Joy. Thanks for listening. Like, rode up from Richmond. You know, the DJ, my boy Norris, DJ Noby, get familiar for real, came up from Richmond. There was an issue with the speakers. You all remember that? There was an issue with the speakers. And DJ Eno was like, fam, I got you. I got speakers in the car just in case we're going to rock out. I went out, helped them carry the speakers up. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, it was just a phenomenal way to bring in the year. And that's really the energy that pushed me through this year. You know, um, at that time in January, my job situation wasn't the best. You know, I always tried to keep a positive mentality about it. But at that time, you know, my job situation wasn't what it was but look at God, though. He was like, I'm gonna get you. Don't worry about that. I got you. And this year, I started a new job. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all don't understand, like, the blessings that came this year. I started this job, and, you know, probably a span of the most challenging two months of my life, just with, like, starting this new job. It was like, the summer was ending, so the kids were going back to school, starting a new job. I was helping coach my son's soccer team. You know what I'm saying? It was mad challenges. It was I had presentations for my new job and I didn't even understand what I was doing yet. You know what I mean? But like just my outlook on the whole situation was so like was pushing me. It was my out it was my outlook, my mentality that was pushing me through and and just helped me to continue to add to a wonderful year. You know, my son started uh, middle school this year. My daughter started kindergarten this year. My wife started a new job this year. So it's like all this change, you know, could just like shift you a little bit and get you off off base. But it like it recentered centered me and, and allowed me to focus on the things that were positive. And... I don't know man. I I just feel like this year was extraordinarily blessed. Every day every year is, is a blessing, right? But like this year just felt like you know, it, it had all the it had all the players in place for it to be a challenging year. Like, you know, you never know how you're going to feel when you turn a monumental year. Like, you know, I remember turning 20, I remember turning 30, you know, and every time The the lead-in to that age is like, oh, man, turning 30 this year, man. It's going to be crazy. Ah, I want to do things. I'm going to come in. And you have this whole narrative that you create about whatever's going to happen in that space, right? So I remember approaching 40, like people bring their baggage of whatever it is to your situation, right? People will bring like, oh, man, like, you know, whatever it might be. Like, oh, you live in that area? What? Man, that's crazy. And you're like, what? I, I've been there for years. Like, nothing has happened. You know what I'm saying? Um. So, people were like, man, you ready to turn 40? You sure? 40? You know what I'm saying? Like, people would bring that energy like, damn, son, damn, you turning 40, my G? And I'd be like, yeah, Like what's the problem? I don't understand. But it's like. Turning forty, I say this every. I say this every year. I know I do. I apologize for saying it every year. I say it every year. I'm in the best shape of my life. You know what I'm saying. I'm in the best shape of my life. I feel good, and and you know, I've talked to a few dudes, like you know, a few men that have turned forty that are in their forties or fifties, and more um, approaching fifty, and they always tell me, when you hit your forties, it's like, it it. it there's a certain level of of course you know you have your maturity you have your your years on earth you have your perspective you have your experience whether it's at work or life or whatever but it's, it's like a switch some people would tell me about like when you turn 40s like you just like it's the best years because you still have the benefit of your youth you know quote unquote and i'm not talking youth like you know little yada youth but just like the benefit of like still having the full use of your body and your mind and you know what I'm saying <clears throat> you had the benefit of your youth but also the the experience and the perspective not to care about other people's opinions you see you see what I'm saying so it's like to me that was the most accurate description of what his what has been like turning 40 in this year and even in the you know, the time leading up to 40, that's something that I've really resonated with me is that I still feel youthful. I still feel vibrant. I still feel like I'm growing. I still feel like, um, like I'm flexible and I'm not even talking physically. Yeah. Physically. I still feel good. Like I could, you know, I could walk up a flight of steps without sweating, but you know, i feel youthful i feel young i feel vibrant i feel like you know like i can go into a situation and still learn from it like i'm not going to come into a situation like "Hmm, well let me tell you with my 40 years of wisdom how we should handle the situation like i'm still coming to every interaction with wonderment like hmm you know learning from people that's half my age or learning from people that are younger and older than me and from my kids and you know just from situations around me but at the same time having the maturity and the uh and the wherewithal to say and, and this not not safety that's not the right word i can't think of the word but having all of that to say no i don't agree i don't agree with that and not worrying about hurting nobody's feelings and you know like uh oh, yeah or 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 giving your opinion to a situation that's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that was whack. Like, I, I don't like that. Whereas in the past, you might try to like, oh, well, you know, I you try to have that debate and that dance with people like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. It's like when you turn 40, you have the benefit of your youth and the benefit of your experience and the overall attitude is, hey, it is what it is, man. Look, I'm i've lived you know based on all accounts like i've probably lived half of my life on earth already you know what i'm saying and like the next half i'm i'm gonna make it better but i feel like what makes the next half of your life better or this chapter of your life better is not caring as much not caring as much about how people are processing your thought process You know what I'm saying? Holding other people accountable. Like, I have my thoughts. You have your thoughts. I'm going to hold you accountable that if you don't agree with me, that you're going to bring it to me. And I'm going to bring it to you. And it doesn't have to, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to, um, it doesn't have to fit whatever format or go into whatever, rules and roles are encouraged by that environment i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say you know what i'm saying but like you know if you go into a certain situation and there's certain rules like well when you're in this establishment you must act in this way and you must wear this kind of clothes and you must have this kind of haircut and you must uh interact with people and speak in this language and speak in this voice and and be clear and concise and I feel like that's what the world tries to tell you like that's what conventionalism says like every place has a certain type of rules of engagement that you're expected to play and when like turning 40 and, and being in this age range is like nah that's what it is it's like nah i'm good like i'm gonna I'm gonna engage in this space the way I want to. Thanks, though. You know what I'm saying, like, and still having the like, nah, good. I heard like when you get even older, like you get even crankier about saying no, like, uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. You're not gonna tell me what to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, but in where I am now, it's just like, you know, I don't know, man. I'm just extremely, extremely. Um, I'm reflective turning 41 you know um you know with all that that i just said there's still times where you know i look in the mirror or you know i'm doing something i'm engaged in some sort of you know i'm doing something like wow man like i'm 41 like what like who does that like who turns 41 you know what i'm saying like there's still times where I definitely feel like a boy. You know what I mean? Like, I still reflect and I'm like, man. And I think about times, you know, in the past, and I'm like, yo, like, I'm 40. And to me, to me, that's like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of us, when we, as we get older, like, we forget about our youth. Like, we don't do that reflection to, you know to 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 think about from where we've come and and to think about the things that made us react to whatever it is when we were young and how they make us react to whatever it is when we're older to me like that's how that's where the learning happens you got to reflect and what made me think about that is you know, every time I go on my phone or, you know, I get reminded of my birthday party, you know, what I'm saying and I'm reflecting on the people in the room and the words that were shared about me. And, you know, just the sentiment that people had for me and how they came out. It's just like, man, I got to I got to reflect more on 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 where I've come from to really appreciate and respect where I am now and to to go into the future with even more wonderment. And go into the future just with the, I don't know, with a different approach. And, you know what I'm saying? I I understand. I can relate to, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, you know, and we've talked about this on the show, on on the podcast. There's a lot of examples, many examples in pop culture now, like men, you know, going through some crazy issues, whether it's the sexual assault stuff, um, you know, and in, in all of the, you know, all the things happening in in pop culture and industry and entertainment. Um, but something that I've seen kind of as a stream of some of the people that, you know, I look up to, I admire. Um, you know, I'm thinking of like the Jay-Z's that released the 444 album. You know, when I've seen Puffy, uh, P. Diddy run the city, <laughs> talk about you know changing his name to love like he was joking but like you know just some of the interactions that he's had with Colin Kaepernick and you know how he's engaging with with the media and the space when I even see people like Charlemagne and you know folks that are my age like let's don't get it twisted, like these folks are all in their you know 30s 40s and I see some of their moves and hear some of the things they're saying like I just resonate with that and moving differently you know what I'm saying like I'm not a. You know. I'm not an entertainment mogul. I I don't have the audience. that That any of them have. But. You know. Being in that same age range. I think it shows that it doesn't matter. If you're a damn near half billionaire. Or if you're just me. With you know. The three people that listen to this podcast. That. You know. As men. As we get older. It's just there's just things that happen naturally, right? There's just things that happen naturally that, you know, you just, you experience life and and you grow and you hold the people around you accountable and you know, you move, you have a, you have the obligation as a man, in my opinion, to make the people around you better. And I've talked about this before, is that what I think is happening and what I think is being highlighted in the news and on TV and all these other places is that you have all of these examples of men in high places that are making the people around them and leaving them worse. Like, taking the life out of people whether it's physically killing people killing you know, removing life or you know tainting the experiences of young women or women or their children and not being around to me that is the ultimate level of of being irresponsible as a man especially as you get older I think that we're thinking about our legacy 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 listen man that song was so like vibed with me on so many different levels because as we get closer to old age, that's what's so important to me. Like these podcasts, these episodes, every interaction I have with folks online, in person, the relationship I have with my wife, the relationship I have with my kids, the relationship I have with my family and friends, like what's going to be the legacy of those interactions? I want people to be able to reflect on their encounters with me and be like, yo, yeah, he might've challenged me or, you know, he made me better this way or that way. Understanding that that's not going to be the reality for everyone that you might have an off day every now and again and not be consistent. But that's the, that's the goal though. Right? Like that's the, that's the goal is for consistency. The goal is to me. And and I don't want to say what's different between men and women, I think women, this is me mansplaining, so I'm, I'm telling you I might be mansplaining, but I don't know, that's not my, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing, just listen, right? I think women have the benefit of being more in tune with their emotions and being more, I don't wanna say led by, but I think it is kind of a societal expectation, for women to be more emotional, right? So they have the benefit of that space, of that cushion to go from high to low without turning a lot of heads, right? I don't think men have that benefit and I don't think we should. I don't think we should have that benefit. When you get to a certain age, you have the expectation. I think men should have the expectation of being consistent. Not saying you can't be emotional, because that's that would be crazy for me to say, because I'm one of the most emotional people, but it's a difference between being emotional and how you emote, right? So you can feel, and there's one thing to feel, and there's another thing in terms of controlling how you express it. Now, the balance is, how do you control your expression without limiting your creativity or, you know creating all these crazy rules like oh i can't do that in this space you know what i'm saying like that is to me the balance and the walk that men have to play as you get older that's just it so for me that's really what i'm what i've focused on in this 40th year what i'm continuing to focus on in my 41st year is just like you know my boy ryan who made the beat mal griff entertainment he always has a saying online where he says be consistent and that's all I'm saying like I don't want an online persona and then when you see me in person it's one thing and then when I'm on stage it's another thing and then when I'm talking to people one on one it's another like that, to me that that is so whack to me when people are like yo in person he's cool but online like he or vice versa you know online he's a jerk you know he's cool but in person like he didn't talk to me or whatever like to me, as a man, I just think that shows, I'm not even going to say weakness. I'm not going to say weakness. I'm just going to say that inconsistency is, um, I don't know. I just think it's kind of whack. And for me, it's like, look, I want people to know like if I'm rah-rah, like if you meet me, I'm like, yo, you know, and I'm yelling and I'm angry, like that should be me all the time. But what is my line of consistency is my excitement for life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be like, you know, my appreciation, not excitement. That, that's, that's too much. Um, my appreciation, you know, I'm big right now into this whole concept of being appreciative. You know, I even for work, I'm exploring using this appreciative inquiry. Um, philosophy if you haven't checked it look into i may have talked about it on here before but just look into appreciative inquiry it's a model a change model for focusing on the things that you appreciate the things you want to see more of right so the things that you want to see more of in whatever environment that you're in asking appropriate questions to get at what makes this organization great the things that this organization wants to see more of or this person or this relationship or this family so you could take that appreciative inquiry model so to speak into your life and i think that as men as we get older <clears throat> that's what we have to do you know what i'm saying that's what we really have to focus on is 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 how can we go through life being appreciative being consistent bringing that same energy you know everybody right now is talking about energy it's become like a social media thing like if you talk bad about somebody and you see them in person you got to bring that same energy but that's negative that's a negative slant i'm talking about positive slant too so if you're excited about life or about your family about whatever it is like tell them bring that same energy into your interactions about the different facets of your life. So that's what I wanted to focus on today. On the idea, man. If you came here looking for some beef or some rah-rah, I just duped you. I just laced, I just, I, I just, you know, did the bait and switch. You know, I got you in here listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um spread the word as I always say on this platform. If you love it, share it rate it, comment on it, you know, spread the word that way. If you hate it, go on iTunes, leave a one star, you know, it'll take my rating from a five to a 4.9, but leave that one star be like, yo, Mike is trash. He's whack. He's weak. You know, whatever y'all think, like put it on the comment, make it public so that everybody can see it so that I can see it and um and and it'll it'll give me an opportunity to reflect to think and to go into a situation and try to make things better and really be appreciative for all angles and all approaches so with that said happy birthday shout out to all the capricorns out there i see you happy founders day to all the deltas out there january 13th is the Delta Founders Day. Uh, and then shout-out to the AKA Founders Day, January 15th. And everybody else, I think the Zetas is coming up on the 19th, maybe. Um, Sigmas was just last week, uh, a couple days ago. So shout-out to all my black Greeks out there. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This is Five Mics, husband, father, educated writer, MC. The microphone gives me wings. And this is the Idea man podcast. I'll holler at y'all later. Peace.